Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On this episode of the OFNT podcast, I have the usual tech and entertainment news. I've officially switched DAWs, and I tell you about it in tech I'm using. I then sprinkle in a little podcast news and wrap it all up with a small rant. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer. I hope this finds you well, and you're having a great week. Corrections. Last episode, I told you about a new digital audio workstation, DAW, that I was using. I called it Hindenburg Pro. The actual name of the software is Hindenburg Journalist Pro. I'm on a 90-day trial of the DAW now, but unfortunately, I won't be purchasing it. It's a great piece of software. I'll explain what I plan to do in the tech I'm using section. Politics. We are being hammered by all sides through their various media outlets about the so-called lockdown orders. I'm at information overload at this point and just don't care. The problem is, no matter what I do, I can't avoid hearing about it. One side is saying, open up the country now. We need to make money. Another side is saying, stay home and save lives. Yet a third side is saying, we need a phased reopening based on projections. For the people who want to reopen right now, though I understand the frustration, it all depends where you are located. Here in New York City, it's been a disaster and that just won't work here. But if you did just open up your area, are you prepared for a bunch of New Yorkers flooding your area looking for work? What's going to stop them? The side that wants the country to stay locked down probably don't have to worry about maintaining their businesses, feeding their families, or paying rent. I guess they're figuring the government will take care of them. Now listen, the country can't be locked down forever, and the government always takes care of itself first, the people second. Finally, the side that wants a controlled, phased reopening based on metrics, may I point out that all the projections so far have been wrong? So what's to be done? Well, I don't know. I've been to wars. I've witnessed the Twin Towers coming down, but I've never experienced anything like this. All I know is that a young, healthy co-worker of mine died last weekend. He wasn't much older than my son. I just worry about the so-called second wave. 
hitting this fall. Tech news. From digitaltrends.com comes the headline. Samsung all set to launch its own debit card later this year. Samsung is expanding its digital payments platform, Samsung Pay, with a debit card later this year. The South Korean phone maker in a blog post said, it's collaborating with San Francisco, California-based personal finance company, SoFi, to launch an innovative debit card backed by a cash management account. End of article. I guess the Apple credit card is a success, so Samsung, which sees itself as a direct competitor to that company, needed a similar product for its ecosystem. I don't understand why Samsung just didn't put out its own credit card versus the debit card this product is. Maybe there is too much risk going that route. More risk than the Korean behemoth was willing to take. Next, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been visiting her followers' Animal Crossing islands, according to BGR.com. Who cares? Maybe they should be worrying about getting their jobs back after the economy starts to reopen. Oh, that's right. Most of her followers probably didn't have jobs in the first place. TheVerge.com Google Duo will soon let you make group calls in Chrome. Reading from the article, Google's Duo video chat app will soon let you make group video calls on the web, the search company announced today. That could be a handy way to catch up with your friends and family while social distancing during the COVID-19 pandemic. Though group call participants will need a Google account to join, Google says. The feature is rolling out as a preview in Chrome in the coming weeks. There is also a new family mode in Duo, which lets you draw on the screen in real time and apply a Snapchat-like mask and effects on yourself. Duo will hide the buttons to mute and hang up while you're in family mode so that you can doodle and play around without needing to worry about accidentally dropping a call, Google says. End of article. I guess this is another reaction to the success of the Zoom conferencing app with a little catch-up on Facebook's Messenger's features. Duo is a good app that I have used to communicate with people who use the Android operating system. It's polished and stable with an intuitive user interface. The only drawback I see for this is the requirement to use Google's own Chrome browser. What if an older relative doesn't have a smartphone or an up-to-date computer? Chrome is a known memory hog and has been the cause of crashes and I suspect battery drain on my MacBook Air. Why doesn't Google just make a desktop app and make it available in the app stores? Most of my family are in the Apple ecosystem, so of course FaceTime rules. It has all the features of Duo except the doodling and mask stuff, but you can use your own Memoji in place of your face during calls. Actually, you can use any Memoji. The only feature I would like is the ability to change the backdrop. If I recall correctly, a previous Apple conferencing app had that ability back in the so-called day. Now, continuing with Google. 
Google has released the second generation of its much maligned wireless Pixel Buds. The new in-ear headphones are, unlike the first generation, truly wireless. They retail for $179, and that seems a fair price compared to the AirPod Pros being over $200. The first reviews were all glowing and, of course, proclaimed them to be AirPod killers. These reviews were from people who had these things in advance and don't want to sour relations with the big G so they can continue getting their hands on products before the general release. Think Renee Ritchie of iMore, who has never given a bad review of an Apple product. The form factor of the charging case of the Pixel Buds mimics that of the AirPods, but the Buds themselves feature that Google design language. They don't look bad at all. An article on Forbes.com predicted that the Pixel Buds can be the, air quotes, doom of competing products from manufacturers like Samsung, Jabra, and others. Of course, Apple was included on that list, too. The reason given for this is that the Pixel Buds have one weapons, those are Forbes' words, that the others don't. Feature drops. Feature drops are defined in the article as updates that will continue to introduce new helpful features over time. What a novel idea. So I have to ask, does the author of this article think his readers are this ignorant? Or has he never heard of a thing called firmware updates? Now, I don't know about the other brands, but my PowerBeat Pros and AirPods Pros and my wife's second-generation non-pro AirPods have gotten updates. Normal users would not know this because the updates occur when you are on Wi-Fi while the AirPods are charging. People like myself know these things because we are geeks and keep up with this stuff. Perhaps the author has never used AirPods and is some kind of Android fanboy. Anyway, the Pixel Buds have been out long enough for the non-connected people and Apple sites to test and compare these earbuds. To sum up the reviews, pros, the design is great. The case's metal hinge is better than the AirPods. They are very comfortable. Cons, sound is good, but not as good as the AirPods Pro. Battery life isn't as good as AirPods Pro. And then there's the one major problem that a lot of people are reporting. When you, you are using the Pixel Buds while walking, running, or just plain moving around, the Buds sound cuts out or they go out of phase. Apple would have never released a product with a problem like this. Maybe Google can fix this by using their weapon, Feature Drops, to fix this issue. Just my suggestion. Headline from 9to5Mac. Apple updates 13-inch MacBook Pro with Magic Keyboard doubles SSD storage. On May 4th, Apple updated the 13-inch MacBook Pro with Magic Keyboard alongside performance and tech spec improvements. The new 13-inch Pro features scissor switch keys, marking the end of the butterfly keyboard MacBook era. Man, a couple of years ago, it took Apple over a year to update models in their MacBook line. It took so long for them to update things that a lot of the tech journalists were thinking that Apple was going to abandon the laptop market and instead concentrate on the iPad line. These days, it seems like the MacBook lineup is updated every six months. 
I just upgraded my MacBook Pro from the 2016 model to the 2019 model last October, so I'll be skipping this one. A lot is being made of the Magic Keyboard, but not having the chance to check one out yet, I can't comment on how good or bad it is. I like the so-called inferior butterfly keyboard, but must be the only one who does. I agree that the first generation of that keyboard wasn't the greatest, but the later generations were fine. I like it better than the old pre-butterfly keyboard MacBook Air I had. In my opinion, the base model MacBook Pro is the one to get if you're in the market for an Apple laptop and aren't going to do any graphic-intensive things like edit large video files, for example. For a couple hundred dollars more than a baseline MacBook Air, you get a much more powerful CPU and graphics, a, a better display and sound, and of course, the touch bar, if you have a use for that. If you just need a computer for word processing and light video editing, and if size and weight matter, sure, save some money and go for the Air. Tech I'm using. I've recently switched the digital audio workstation software I use to record this podcast. As I said in the last episode, GarageBand was great, but it was lacking a few features I would like to have. Those features being a real level meter, ability to export a file at a specific loudness level, and a simple solution for cleaning up my audio files. I tried a free trial of Logic Pro, but found it to be overkill for my fairly simple needs. It's also kind of expensive to purchase, though not as expensive as Hindenburg Journalist Pro. Someone recommended Reaper to me, and the price was right, but it, like other DAWs, has a steep learning curve. And again, it's overkill for what I need. The reason for this is because these DAWs were made primarily for music, not spoken word. Enter Hindenburg Journalist. This software was designed for journalists, duh, and podcasters. I love this software. It has the simple solutions that I need, and it's very intuitive. Yet it's a powerful package that lets you produce pro-level results. The only problem I have found is its price. While the entry-level version is reasonable, the pro version is nearly four times the price, and all you gain is, is the ability for the software to learn your voice profile, multi-track recording, a couple of more plugins, and the ability to export your file at a certain loudness level. The extra plugins and auto voice profile I can do without, and multi-track recording is not necessary for my needs now. And you can edit multi-track files in the basic version of the software. It would be nice to have it, though. So what I've decided to do so far is go for the cheaper version and use a free service called Auphonic to process my finished file. While not a perfect solution, it will save some money in these uncertain times. Entertainment news. Some sad news in entertainment today. Little Richard, rock and roll pioneer, dies at age 87, reads the headline from the Irish Times. I don't know how many of you know who he was. 
as he was even before my time. I recall being a young child and seeing him perform on the daytime talk shows of the day. I really never got into his music, so rest in peace, little Richard. UPI.com reports that Roy Horn, half of the famous duo Siegfried and Roy, has died of coronavirus complications at age 75. He was the original Tiger King and paid the price by being attacked by one of his pets during a performance years ago. Also, rest in peace. That's two famous people dead in one day. They usually come in threes. wonder who's next. At least I'm not famous. Other than these two sad headlines, all is pretty quiet on the entertainment front. No new specials for us peasants and with shelter-in-place orders still in effect. No wacky celebrity behavior, at least in public, to report on. I've just started watching the new Amazon Prime show called Upload. The one episode that I I watched uh, seemed pretty good. I'll share my impressions of the show next episode. Podcast news. 9to5Mac.com is reporting that FusionCast is a new macOS app for quickly turning podcast episodes into videos. FusionCast is a new app for macOS that makes it easy to quickly convert a podcast episode or any audio file into a video file. Developed by 9to5Mac's Guilherme Rombo, FusionCast will be useful to anyone who makes a podcast or handles audio of any kind. Once you drag in your audio file, you can select your artwork and then choose from four different animation options. Stationary, Zoom, Bounce, and Blur. It's a cool app, I think. Simply use, and it's a decent price. It will set you back $7.99 if purchased through the App Store and only $6.99 direct from the developer's website. I see a lot of podcasters putting up videos like this all the time on YouTube. I don't want to do it because when I watch YouTube, I expect to see video, not an animated audio file, but that's just me. Spotify keeps vacuuming up podcast deals. The latest is Fox News, and it will bring three new shows with it. At this rate, the former music-only streaming service will be the one-stop shop for anything audio. Apple and Amazon have ceded this market to Spotify, I guess. LiveX Live has acquired Podcast One, reports RainNews.com. The Podcast One network includes shows from Adam Carolla, Shaquille O'Neal, Steve Austin, and many other famous and not-so-famous people. LiveX Live is a subscription-based music streaming service that focuses on live concert events. My question about all this is, will all these formerly free-to-download podcasts be eventually put behind a paywall? On Tuesday, May 12th, GivingTuesday.org has organized, as part of a much larger campaign, hashtag GivingTuesdayNow, in which the organization is asking podcasters to record a short episode in which the host will recommend one to three other podcasts to listen to. It doesn't specifically say, but I would assume that the podcast would be small, independent ones. I mean, 
Why would Joe Rogan need a shout out? I'll be participating with a bonus episode to be released that day. A quiet week for podcast news. Once this situation the world is in, thanks CCP, is over, a lot of things will start happening. At least, I hope. Okay, it's rant time. I kind of used up my rant in the politics section of this episode. The only thing that is bothering me is that grocery shopping has become a nightmare these days. Mostly because of people, and I'm looking at you seniors, not acting properly. We all know there are shortages, but that doesn't mean you have to buy up all the stock of a particular item. There are a multitude of signs showing you exactly where the checkout line starts, so stop pretending you didn't know when called out for cutting ahead of people. The floor has markings for where you should be standing, yet people are up my ass online. Even with no pandemic, it would be uncomfortable. Just because we are together alone doesn't mean you can just act however you want when you're out. Episode 28 is a piece of podcast history. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it, and I hope you found it worthwhile. You can contact me at ofntpodcast at gmail.com if you are so inclined. Tell me how much I suck and suggest how I can improve this excuse of a show. I'd love to hear from you. So be safe. And I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Happy Mother's Day. And all you mothers, get off my lawn. All right, guys. I'm out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.